Welcome back listeners. I'm Robin Black and this is It's All About Healing podcast. Today we have a very special guest. I am super excited to speak with Heather. She has the ability to see color around people and I don't know how to say it. <laughs> so Heather, if you could please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how and what it's called. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to meet you. Um, my name's Heather Eck and I'm an artist based out of North Carolina. And I have something called synesthesia, which basically means that when my brain takes in information, my senses get crossed. And so when I smell something, taste something, listen to music, or even meet someone or enter a space, I experience that through color. So I'm always really excited to kind of like meet new people and and go into different places because I'll see in my mind's eye color or shapes or forms that are happening. And I use that when I create paintings for people and I tell them what color I see for them and also how that color can be healing for them too. Nice. So what, like, what do most cult colors mean? So I associate the colors that I see through the chakra system. Are you familiar with those? Yes. yes. Okay. So that's that's how I associate the interpretation of the color that I see. And so every color of the chakra system has a meaning that is both for your emotional, physical, and spiritual wellness. And mm-hmm. so when I am and encountering somebody or doing a portrait for them, I can tell them what that color means and how that color might be helpful in supporting them to get more balance or support or energy in that specific energy center of their bodies. Nice. So like when someone really needs grounding, like, are you able to see that? Yes. <laughs> oh, my yeah. oh my gosh. So what do you see with me right now? So let me just take a second. Okay. (laughs) So I see yellow around you. um, And yellow is a color that's associated with our solar plexus. It is um, a color of optimism and positivity. It's a color that shows up when you're also sort of thinking about a transition of some kind, or you are sort of moving into a different phase of life where you're kind of going, you know, who do I want to be or how do I want to show up? How do I want people to experience me? And how do I want to know myself better and really get kind of grounded in who I am. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Does that make sense for you? That made perfect sense because I'm also transitioning uh, jobs right now. So. Oh. <laughs> that is amazing. That is so awesome. <laughs> That's wild. So yellow shows up a lot for people when they are making a transition. Like we lived in New Jersey for a long time, but we wanted to move. And before we moved, I was doing a lot of meditating and visualizing and and sort of trying to help, you know, bring this idea to life to move. But when we staged our house, everything in the house was yellow. It was like yellow pillows, yellow towels, yellow floor mats. And I didn't at the time have vocabulary for what I was experiencing. But now looking back, I think, oh my gosh, yellow was showing up for me so big because I was in the middle of a big transition. And so I pay attention when yellow comes up because I go, "Uh oh, what's happening? (laughs) What's moving? That is so amazing. And that's neat because my son, he, he loves yellow and he already has like a yellow sweatshirt and he keeps saying, well, I want another one. I want another yellow sweatshirt. And he just kept saying that here lately. So that's pretty neat. Awesome. (laughs) That is. So when, so I know you said uh, when you were younger, you didn't really know what it was. So you've had this ability your whole entire life. 
I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to have to look back on things and go, oh, that was showing up for me even back then. But I remember I probably drove my parents crazy because I wanted to change the colors of my room all the time. And I was always wanting to change the comforter set that was in there. And so I was kind of vacillating between bright, bright, vibrant colors and then like black and white. And I would always say like, can we change this? Can I get a new comforter or or a new spread or something? Because I was always attracted to color and I didn't really know that it was communicating to me in some way. Um, And I would, I would go into my room with a big sketch pad and listen to music and then just draw what I saw or heard when the music was coming in, what shapes they were and what colors they were. So now looking back, I can, I can really see that it was there. Um, Mm -hmm. But it really wasn't until recently that I knew what it, you know, what it's called and how to use it. And then are, do you have um, like intuitive abilities as well when you're just around? Yes. <laughs> so what is it like for you just in everyday life going through like that? So I feel like I can turn it off and turn it on. Um, and if I don't want to pay attention to it, I can kind of go like, not today. Um, mm-hmm. There are other times where it's just pervasive, where if I meet somebody, I'll experience them um, I had a conversation with somebody a couple weeks ago and I went, Oh, they are prickly. Like I yeah. they were just kind of like their energy was just spiky. And I, I was not comfortable in that yeah. conversation at all. And so I kind of wanted to get out of it. Um, but the other thing is though, I can sort of um, like sense where people are in their feelings about things. And so I can tell when somebody's um, in grief or I can sort of sense yeah. that they're unhappy. And so the way that that works for me is that it's almost like a big box of crayons and I sort of categorize through the many different colors of the crayons. And then that tells me where that person is dwelling or where they're sort of hanging out in their emotions um, and in their bodies. So it's interesting for sure. I'm really just kind of getting to understand what it means for me and how I interpret it, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. So as far as your ability and what is the name of it again? Oh, synesthesia. <laughs> okay. So, and are you using that with clients as well? I am. Yes. So, okay. uh, I'm an artist, so I create paintings, you know, about the things that I feel or the things that I'm trying to express from like an emotional perspective and the, and the way that I sort of move through the world and understand it. And um, when I create a piece specific for a person, I call it a spirit portrait. Um, it's where I intuitively tune into their color energy and sort of see, you know, how do I experience them? What does that look like? And then I'll create a painting for them that tells a story about not only where they dwell, but also what colors would be supportive for them from a healing perspective to help them you know, rebalance or to, to uplift them. So if somebody is dwelling in grief and I experience them sort of in like a, a muted gray blue tone, then the piece that I'll create for them will be a bright, vibrant orange because that is meant to uplift and sustain them. It pulls them up out of grief. And then I talk to them about how that color how they can incorporate that color more into their lives so that they feel better. Um, And they can use that color in a lot of different ways, not just through the portrait, but through the foods that they eat or the colors they surround themselves with or essential oils or things that are um, kind of emanating that color's energy that will help them feel better. And then, so what about people who are suffering with 
like severe depression or suicidal thoughts or anything of that matter, you know, especially with trauma, what are the best co- the go-to colors as far as healing for those people? Oh, that's a great question. So, um, you know, I'm not a therapist or anything, so I would say that they should, you know, definitely try to get help. But I think when you're in that state, um, we tend to take color out of our lives. And, um, you know, visually, I think you can see some people who are wearing black all the time or they're surrounding themselves in a lack of color. They just feel like their energy feels depleted. And there's, um, I see gray a lot for that where gray is a lack of color. Um, Mm -hmm. and so to uplift out of that, I think blue is a really great color for peace and calm. It helps you Mm -hmm. feel relaxed. It's soothing. Green is a really good color because it emanates love energy. And so it reminds you that you're deeply loved and supported. Um, White is always a great color because that tells us that we're connected to the divine or to a higher power and that we're cared for and protected. Um, And then orange again is uplifting. I would say if you can get any color in that space to help get you up out of the out of the doldrums, it's going to help tremendously. But um, I think first, it's about calming that energy down. And, you know, helping someone understand that they're not alone. um, And that there there is help out there. Absolutely. And so how long have you been doing your art? I um, so I was always a really creative kid. um, But I didn't return to painting until about 2016 2017. And um, was working in corporate America in an HR role, and um, I was the, I was that person. You know, I was really down in the dumps. I was super tired, uh, the kind of tired that like no amount of sleep was going to fix. It was just, you know, like when your yeah. soul is tired. Yes. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to that. It was like, Mm -hmm. I had to find something that was going to make me feel fulfilled from a spiritual perspective. Um, I worked with a spiritual teacher who said, you know, your gifts show up when you're young. And so what were, what were you like as a kid? What were you interested in? And, um, Ironically, I didn't say art. I was like, I don't know. It was like, I couldn't remember. (laughs) Um, But she reminded me, she said, creative expression. You're always sketching and drawing. And even these little side hustles I tried to come up with never amounted to anything, but they were creative. Um, And so it was like a light bulb went off after we had that conversation. And I started painting right away. I think I went to the craft store that afternoon and bought supplies. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I was letting out steam a little bit at a time. You know, I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to paint today and see what happens. And it was a very emotional sort of return to art for me where I felt like art had been waiting for me and it was offering me healing. And I didn't even know that it was there for me. Um, After I started to let it back in, then I would look at somebody and go, Oh, you're green and dark green and white and gold. I wonder what that's about. (laughs) Yes, it sort of started to like bloom after a little while, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So what and when you're when you're creating these pictures, is it just what you're seeing and then that just comes out in your drawing? Or is it like a certain picture that you know that you're going to already draw? Yeah, that's a really great question. I tend to let these pieces be what they want to be and try to step out of the way a lot. Um, because I have found that if I try to control it too much, 
I get in the way and it doesn't create a piece that feels authentic. And it's, I feel like I'm learning to trust what I'm receiving or what I'm hearing for somebody as I'm working on their piece. Um, because I have doubted that sometimes. And then I'll say, well, have you been thinking about this? And then they'll go, oh my gosh, yes. How did you know? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but it's coming. And I just have to kind of move out of the way and let it be what it wants to be. And do you have an art piece that we can see? Oh my gosh. I should have thought about that. I have a huge piece behind (laughs) it. This is a big one. Oh, Wow. Oh my goodness. That is very big. <laughs> it is very big. I should have pulled a spirit portrait sample for you. Oh, I might have one. Oh, I do. I do. This one hasn't been shared with the client yet, but hopefully they won't mind that I'm sharing it with you. But, yeah. Um, this is an example of a spirit portrait for someone. Oh, so pretty. So you can see there's gold and light blue. Yeah. And, green. Uh-huh. and so yeah. for this person, what I really am seeing in the circle is that they may be sort of moving through um, repeating cycles in their life, or they're seeing the same sort of situation come up over and over. Um, There is the shape of what looks like almost an animal head. I don't know what quite um, that is yet. I haven't really read it yet. Um, Oftentimes animals come up with messages depending on what the meaning of that animal might be. Um, And so a lot of my work is rooted in spirituality and, um, and so I get a lot of lions and I, I get a lot of the same kind of imagery in my work that mm-hmm. is sort of like a thread that runs through all of the pieces for people. It's, it's interesting to see what comes up. Yes. And I know lately here, I have been like my, I really have just connected to birds and butterflies like crazy, but hummingbirds always are in my dreams. But here lately, I've been seeing eagles, even the word eagle or eagles everywhere in the, a bus will drive next to me has eagle on it. So that's awesome. Have you looked up what that means? No. Do you have any idea what that could possibly mean? Um, so the first thing that came to mind, are, are, do you, are you familiar with um, different verses of the Bible? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the first thing that came to mind was he will lift you up on eagle's wings. I think it's in, I want to say Exodus. It might be in Exodus. But I think the eagle, eagle shows up in the Bible a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think it's about ascending, about you know, eagles are considered the birds that have sort of the highest um, stature, if you will. They're bold and majestic. They can fly very high. Um, mm-hmm. So it might just be a reminder to you that you're, you know, you are like an eagle. You can you can go very far. You can go very high, but that you're also carried on the wings. Um, so depending on what it is that you're wanting to do, that could just be a message to you to sort of surrender and and let go and see how far you can be carried. If that makes sense. Yes. That makes so much sense. (laughs) (laughs) And like, how long are your, like when you're, when you are with your, your clients and you're having these paintings, like how long is each session or like, what are you guys, how does the whole thing go? So I will typically ask someone for a picture. um, And that's just so that I can meditate on their image and kind of see what I get for them. And then I'll create their painting. And then we schedule about a 30 minute zoom call so that I can tell them, you know, what music was I listening to? What were the messages in that? What was I 
taking in as I was doing their piece, what questions came up as I was working on it. Um, and then I tell them where I sort of saw their energy dwelling and then what came through their painting and how that can be supportive for them. So usually takes about 30 to 45 minutes and then I'll send them their painting and a little write up about what it means um, so that they have a little keepsake they can. Um, and it comes with like a little shocker card that tells them what the colors mean in case you forget. Cause <laughs> you yeah, know, you yeah. hang up after that call and you're like, what did we say? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then, so do you, do you ever have, or have you ever had the problem where someone was just so closed off and they wouldn't open up so you couldn't read that energy? Yes. <laughs> Does that happen very often? It happens every once in a while. So I've done group portraits where I will, um, it'll be a group of gals who get together for a ladies night or something and I'll, I'll show up and I'll meet one-on-one -on -one and do their painting live in person. And there have been a handful of times where I'll sit with somebody and I'll go, um, <sighs> are you okay? <laughs> like, is it okay if I read your colors? Are you uncomfortable? Do you have questions? And I sort of have to kind of like get in there. Um, and so in those instances, I don't think they're getting the full list, you know, experience that they could get if they were a bit more open to it. Um, but I've had people come back from multiple sessions because what I see is sort of a snapshot. And so it's like, what, it, where are you right now? Uh, which is to say that, six months from now, it could look very different. Um, and that ha I have a client who has done that. She's got pieces that I did for her back in the early days of, you know, when I first started painting and now, and you can sort of see a progression of where she moved herself out of grief into now where she's more open and, you know, accepting and eager to sort of let her heart be in a place to receive love. Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask is how often are these colors changing? Is it typical where somebody may stay in like the yellow or up for a while, or is it typically day by day that color changes? Yeah, I think it, it could probably change day by day, but I think that we sort of, if we pay attention to um, the colors that we're attracted to that we pull out of our closet in the morning or that we decorate our homes with, I think we sort of dwell in a space for a little while, depending on what's happening around us. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I, I want people to understand about color is that it really is communicating to us all the time. And when we, when we tune into it and we, you know, if you go shopping, you know, back to school or something and you think, Oh my gosh, I just bought three green shirts. What does that mean? I'm attracted to green. What is it telling me? <laughs> yeah. Especially if you don't really normally get that color. And right. You're attracted to that color. That's how I've kind of been with maroon lately. I was just, Ooh. like, even this color on, on the, <laughs> and on our names. I was like, I don't know. I just really like maroon lately. I don't oh. know. Why, what is maroon? What does that color usually typically mean? Yeah, that's a good. So maroon is associated with the root chakra where, um, you know, the root chakra is where we find our sense of financial stability. It's how we connect to our family. Um, it represents sort of how we um, identify with groups of people and where we um, like are really grounded on our physical bodies. And so a lot of times when you have a, a really, really bright, vibrant red, that's super healing for the body because it's supporting the cells. It's like a life affirming color. When you have a color that goes a little bit deeper, like a maroon, it can mean that you are 
feeling worried or anxious about finances or that you are just feeling a little bit unsure or uncertain about um, like the ground that you walk on, like a little bit unstable. Um, But it could also mean that you are trying to minister to your root to feel more grounded, to feel more stable. So you're, you're like asking for that, if that makes sense. Yeah, that that part definitely makes sense. <laughs> I like that one. That is yeah. so amazing. Wow. So, and you, I like. I know you said that you you're able to just turn it off, turn it on. So, what's it like when you're just you know at a family gathering, or you know what what do you do then? Yeah, that's a great question. So I try to um, be open to what comes through for me and. Sometimes it's hard because I just kind of want to say, oh, I just want to be here and not worry about it. But other times I I tend to kind of, I tend to wear a lot of black sometimes when I go to a big function where I am sort of protecting my energy. I'm trying to blend in a little bit. I don't really want to cause a kerfuffle or anything. So I think Mm -hmm. I sort of try to retreat a little bit. Um, but I, but I love to wear color. So when I go someplace new or I'm meeting somebody um, out, I want to wear the brightest colors that I feel confident in that are also telling you, for example, wearing this green is saying like, um, for me, I'm saying it's okay to be yourself and unconditionally love and accept yourself for who you are. And I'm also communicating that to you. And so yeah. I'm saying to you, it's okay for you to love and accept exactly who you are unconditionally and um, just, you know, move into a place of acceptance for all that you are and all that you will be. Um, and so it's it's funny how when I do go to a, like a big function, I will pay attention to what colors other people are wearing, too, because then that sort of communicates something back to me of where everybody else is as well. <laughs> yes. So that has to be kind of draining. So how do you go home and ground yourself or even when you're out? Do you are you finding yourself where you have to kind of recharge and ground yourself as well. Yeah. And I am not super disciplined in that yet. I I'm Mm -hmm. working on how to do that better, but, um, a hot shower, usually I'll try to like rinse off. I I literally say I'm going to go rinse off the day and I'll try to really kind of clear my energy out. I'll use essential oils to kind of help ground and calm my energy. Um, and really just kind of like take a beat by myself. I'm an introvert too. So I really need to Yes, you know, recharge before I get back out and, you know, get into mom mode or, or hang out with my family after I've been out doing something like that. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. That is just so interesting because I'm an introvert as well. (laughs) I know how you feel, (laughs) how you felt when you worked in HR and you're just like, why am I so tired? And yeah, yeah, Yeah. I, I definitely definitely know that feeling. I've been feeling that feeling a lot lately. So oh, I bet. I definitely understand. Wow, that thank you so much for all of this. This has been very, very exciting talking to you about this. I was so excited and so ready to talk. To talk. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to to chat with you. I've been listening to your podcast and there you're a wonderful interviewer and your guests have such compelling stories. And so I was really looking forward to tonight too. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much. And how can all of our listeners get a hold of you? Oh, um, so I have a website uh, where I've got a couple of freebies on there that tell you a little bit more about color. And that's at www.heatherek.com slash thank you. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Heatherek Artist. 
Nice. Okay. And then I will also put those in the show notes as well. But thank you again for coming on. And did you have anything else that you want to add or any type of advice that you want to give to anyone? Oh, that's a great question. I would say um, pay attention to what colors are showing up for you. Um, and don't be afraid to try a color that you have completely avoided your entire life because there's a reason why. <laughs> yeah. that, that's That makes sense. I never thought about that. Wow. It's fascinating. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, I'm Robin Black. It's all about healing podcasts. Everyone stay blessed.